Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Everybody, Carl Dukes and Mike Bell, the names that mean goodness. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority things. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And Mike Bell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. no. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. Where are we going? What do we know and what don't we know? We're talking about the Falcons and their hiring search continuing Mm. in this particular um, coaching carousel, guys. And and listen, the two teams that have hired, you know, their coaches, one, first of all, one guy was already built in, and we're talking about Gerard Mayo. The other guy, we all kind of figured the Raiders, if Mark Davis was smart, was going to hire the guy that, you know, galvanized the team and the fan base. And Antonio Pierce. But all these other teams, just like the Falcons, are interviewing everybody. And Mike's absolutely right. This weekend, they got Ben Johnson in, Bobby Slowick. They got in Raheem Morris. They got in Joe Brady. And part of this, Mike, is, you know, the rush over the weekend to make sure that you hit the deadline so you could request those second interviews, which, again, we're going to see a lot of that over the next week. But the next guy to come in here is going to be Harbaugh, Mike, and they'll get a chance to uh, you know, visit with him with the second interview. But everybody wants to believe that this thing is over. And I think the biggest thing we got to say is it's not over. Right. They're going to continue to talk to folks, and they're going to continue to try to figure out who is the best fit. Now, Mike and I need to talk about this rumor that's out there because we don't start them, we just talk about them. And one of the rumors is something we initially said to you guys when we talked about the Belichick thing. And we said, is he willing mm. To report to Rich McKay. Well, apparently, Mike, <laughs> the report out there as we speak is that that is something he is not willing to do. Yeah, SI spinoff Spun uh, had that about an hour ago, and something you and I have talked about, it just kind of, you know, wondering out loud, would this be an issue? Also, the fact that they kind of make a little bit more of an angle out of it that, you know, Rich has been on the competition committee for decades, and competition committee generally goes after people like Belichick for cheating. So would that create some friction, or is that water under the bridge? But at the end of the day, could Arthur Blank ever conceive, or because you as a Falcon fan, guys, who know this team like we do, could you ever conceive that Arthur Blank would let go of his security blanket and Rich McKay, and I say he'll never do that. No, um, that's a that's a no starter. That's a that's a mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. So remember Friday, and by the way, thanks to everybody that got a chance to come out to Gas South Arena. Appreciate you guys. Hope you enjoyed an ice cold Hey Man L. It is in the building now. You can get it. 
And, Mike, on Friday we talked about the fact that Brady, or not Brady, but Belichick, um, this this idea that he's 50-50, because that's what I'm hearing, right? You know, if the job is yours, the only reason you're 50-50 is because you're not getting everything you want. Right. Well, this is one of the things that he probably wants, and it gets us to how much power is too much power for a head coach. How much do you want the new guy to have? Do you want him to have full autonomy to make all the decisions, Mike, bring in all the groceries and do everything, or do you want him to have help in the building? Right. And I think a lot of these organizations, and, and now our team is looking around the NFL, Mike, and they're going, we need to structure this maybe a little bit differently. Right. We don't need somebody to come in and have full autonomy to do whatever the hell they want. There needs to be checks and balances. Which, whether we like it or not, and I know a lot of us don't, that's kind of what Rich McKay has been. Yeah. Now, whether you think that Rich, and it's funny because I know there's uh, some folks in the organization probably get a little uh, a little upset when we say that you know Rich has been the problem. Well, look, when you're not winning championships and you've gone six years without the playoffs and the process remains the same, you maybe change the approach. But as we said, you know, Arthur has depended on Rich for so many years, it's hard to see him not being intricately involved in going forward. Now, look. We all know it. If we win the Super Bowl, no one's debating Rich McKay as the tiebreaker for Dimitrov and Quinn. But when you don't, and then you go on to lose as much as we have, Carl, it begins to, you question that process, right? You do, Mike. I mean, that is and, – and, and again, I said today in a tweet, if you come back through all of this and you figure out that Belichick's the best choice, then, Mike, you're willing to sacrifice some things. Right. But you got to talk to everybody else first because a lot of these guys are not going to be commanding the same things that Bill may want. Some of these guys just want to come in and coach – they don't want all this power. And if this is a power struggle, I got to tell you guys, Bill's going to lose. Right. I'm <laughs> telling you, he's not going to be here. And I got another uh, side to this. I know that we're kind of conditioned to, why don't we have this? Why don't we have this? We need this yesterday. Everything's going to go, 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 go. We already talked about the Rooney rule and the requirements, which then add long, you know, it adds some time to the process. But I really want them to do a deep dive with Ben Johnson. Even though we've been burned by assistant coaches, and I know some people, I know I saw, I heard Steak today in the Steakhouse, you know, basically saying, they're never going to go with a guy who's never been a head coach. Well, that limits you then to Harbaugh. That's right. Right? Or Belichick or Vrabel. And I'm fine with two of those three. But I still think I would love to see how Ben Johnson might approach this and what a Ben Johnson staff, because those are the questions you ask. Who are you hiring? What's it going to look like? So that's where we're waiting to see. I'm, I'm still, I know we want it yesterday, but we got to be patient. Yeah. And Mike, why, why limit yourself? That's my thing. Right. I mean, to say they won't, this is, again, I think where many folks are getting it wrong. All things are on the table right now. If you don't believe that, all right, I just, I don't know what to tell you. I'm talking to a bunch of people. Everything's on the table right now. This idea that they won't hire a first-time head coach, as we've done in the past, or they only want a guy that's got 15 or 20 years in the right. business. I mean, that, that's silly. You don't ever limit yourself. And I think you got to go into this and say, who is the best fit who is going to get us to where we need to be in a relatively short time, Mike? Because that's the, the, the fact of the matter. We're not doing this for five years. Mm -hmm. We just saw the Detroit Lions in three years, which, you know, our last coach had. Right. We didn't do anything in our three. They're now a, a game away from the, the championship. Right. You and I remember we played that introductory press conference. We weren't the only guys in the country, by the way, going, look at this nitwit. Talk about biting ankles and chomping well, stuff. Well, he said but, stupid stuff. Yeah, I mean, but the dude motivates. And you saw it on Hard Knocks. It's his style. Even on Hard Knocks, I wasn't impressed and thought necessarily that was the way to get it done. But it was, and it has been. Now the question is, can you do it? Look, if Purdy plays as bad as he did for three quarters of that game against Green Bay, Detroit can certainly go in and get the win. No doubt. I, you cannot play that bad. Or Especially that if Debo was banged up. Well, it, it, you talk about security blankets. Right. Like, all of a sudden, things got tight when Debo went out of the game and, and Purdy couldn't make throws. We're going to talk about all the games coming off the weekend. We now know who is in the AFC and NFC championship games. 
I think we're, we're going to be very uh, – these games will be very enjoyable over the weekend. Lions and 49ers are the late game, obviously West Coast. The early game, Chiefs at Ravens. I, it's Patrick Mahomes, man. This dude. Oh. Th- this, this dude's unbelievable. Six yeah. straight AFC championship games, Mike. And again, knocking off the, you know, the checking off the box of winning on the road. We made so much of that last week. And look, they did their job. Uh, you saw Travis Kelsey get his first touchdown in ten games, so he obviously had an impact. He'd have to have an impact to win that game. Marquez Valdez Scandling, yeah, coming out. You need your receivers to make us some plays. They hadn't been making plays all season, so all the things which were like a train wreck all of a sudden came together. Defense played great. I know what much was made about Buffalo Carl and the, and the linebacker core really getting down to like third string and practice squad guys. But it was more about, you know, Diggs. Stephon Diggs, you want to be the man. You want to be thought of as an elite, right? With Jefferson and Devontae Adams. Catch the ball, brah. <laughs> brah. You know, and Josh wasn't great throwing the ball in that last series. McCole Hardman coughs it up. You got a gift there that could have gone up by two scores at that point. But, you know, I mean, everything was played to Buffalo. And then, my God, wide right. I, feel, I do feel bad for those people up there in western New York. Well, it's similar to what we hear all the time, and it's not true. We're cursed. No, you just don't have guys that can get it done. There's no curse. That that should have been a good field goal to tie the game and to see where this thing goes. But time and time again, when it happens over and over and over, that's kind of how you feel. Mm. 404-726-0929. It is Dukes and Bell. This hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store for family, friends, and fun. Visit mancavestore.com. We've got a lot in store for you as we will continue to talk about how realistic getting Harbaugh is because that is the next second interview. That's the one I think mm. people are going to be paying attention to. Now, again, doesn't mean that he's out of the mix with the Chargers. Some people say that's his job, very similar to what people have said about Belichick being here. Right. But until it's done, it's not done. And that's where I'm at. Maybe, again, this second interview brings some light and shines some light on where, where this is going to go with Harbaugh. And by the way, Mike, we haven't really talked about this. This is something else I kind of learned over the weekend. Everybody's talking about Belichick. It's a big check. <laughs> yes, it is. He'll be the highest paid coach in football, right? It's, it's a big Check. And I know that you're not thinking about this. You're just thinking about the coaching aspect. Arthur Blank is. That's a big check. Right. Okay. So when you say, all right, I don't care. And Mike and I don't. We just want to win. But when you add to what you're paying that individual, the staff they're bringing in, all of a sudden, Mike, you're taking on a lot more than you anticipated. And I'm going to tell you right now, I think the range, all right, unless, you know, they do it. But the range is like five to ten which is a lot in the mm-hmm. NFL for a head coach. But when you start talking about 15 to 20, right, which is what it's going to take for that particular yeah. individual. And maybe Har- – I mean, I, we just see this thing. We have nothing from what Harbaugh is looking for. The uh, the Chargers, like the owners, and, and Randy played for the charge. He mentioned it earlier. The Spanos family has a reputation of being cheap. They have spent to the limit in the salary cap. You know, they, they have spent some big money. But the feeling is that maybe they wouldn't be able to come with the kind of coin that, that maybe keeps Harbaugh in play for us. And then, of course, the other side of this is – these guys using other teams for leverage. Are we being used for leverage? Well, Belichick isn't talking to anyone else. So there is no leverage there, but there could be some leverage for Harbaugh, maybe somebody else. All right, guys, follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes, the radio show, Dukes and Bell 929. Glad you're here on a Monday. It ain't over. When we come back, we're going to let you hear from Patrick Mahomes, who did something everybody thought he wouldn't do, and that's go on the road and win. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 929 again. Jim Rome with a CBS Sports Minute, sponsored by Tap. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <laughs> Coaching search continues. If you're just joining us, we are losing Ryan Nielsen, who was VC this last season. He did a really good job. Uh, he's going to Jacksonville, all right? But I think we all knew last week when we talked about the fact that they weren't allowing him to interview and then they all of a sudden were allowing him to interview that that was just a matter of time right. because they cleared the way for him to go somewhere else. And more importantly, Mike, whoever gets this job, whomever, should be allowed to bring in their own staff, right. okay? So there was no connection to having Ryan Nielsen here. And many of you, and Mike, just I think you just tweeted something out, wanted him to be here regardless of whoever got the job. Right. Guys, that, that's just not how this thing works. No, I mean, guys, in the recent history of the NFL, I mean, maybe a one in a hundred chance that a new coach, again, maybe if you would hire like the OC from Miami or you went, if Ben Johnson eventually gets hired here and you say, look, man, do you have a network? I heard Randy mention this earlier. It's a good phrase. You have a network of coaches or if you're a relatively young guy like a Joe Brady, hey, look, we got a ready-made defensive coordinator here and he's got aspirations to be a head coach. And look, you heard Ryan Nielsen on the morning shift a few times this year. Definitely sounds the part. We got more out of this team because we also had more money to spend, guys. Dean Pease was making lemonade out of lemons. Yeah. You invested $150 million into the defensive side of the ball. You brought in Jesse Bates. We couldn't tackle Joshua Dobbs, Kyler Murray. It started actually you and me in Nashville. We couldn't stop Will Levis. So th- that's three games in a row your defense lost you. So I just, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Ryan Nielsen's terrible, but I just think guys that are putting him up there for sainthood, you got to get some perspective on this. Yeah, and there's some really good defensive minds out there, the Wink Martindales of the world. There's a bunch of guys right now. You just got to chill and wait and see how the head coaching thing plays out. I'm not as worried about that feeling itself or at least, you know, uh, finding it, you know, its way with who we're going to end up hiring. But the, the whole idea that we had to keep – uh, Ryan Nielsen, we wish him nothing but the best. Right. He did a great job with our, our defense, but yeah, Mike, that wasn't going to no, that wasn't going to happen again. If it, if it was somebody like a ben, if, if, we, if we had brought in a guy who had never been a head coach and he was amenable to it, I'd love. No, don't get me wrong, I like the idea, but it's just not how the NFL works. Guys have their own guys. All right, guys, it's Dukes and Bell Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game coming up in less than fifteen minutes. How realistic is Harbaugh for the Atlanta mm. Falcons? Because people want to believe again that this is done. It's not. We're going to talk about it in 15 minutes. Big O's behind the glass, our engineer, Turtle Executive Producing. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. So he did what maybe you thought he wouldn't do. I just got to tell you, I don't bet against the guy. 
because he's proved it over and over and over again, and I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. He goes on the road and wins in one of the toughest environments in football, Mike, and here's what he said after the game. I love Arrowhead, but uh, it, it's always fun when you get to come together as a team and really just be like y'all versus, versus everybody and, and get the win. So uh, it's always great to be in great environments and uh, find a way to get a win. Did you think Josh Allen was, was pressing at the end of that game? Yeah. Did, did you feel yeah. that? The last series, it really did seem that way. I think that, you know, the fumble kind of spooked him a little bit, too. I think that kind of amped things up on that last possession. But, look, if Diggs makes his – look, Diggs has got to make those catches. I mean, you've got to make some plays. You're supposed to be one of the elite wide receivers in the moment. This is where you elevate, and that's why you didn't win. So, everyone wants to get in on the missed field goal. And who knows where it would have gone. Because even if you make the field goal, you're giving Patrick Mahomes a minute and a half of some timeouts, go right down the field and kick a field goal to win with Butker. Eternity. He would have had an eternity. Right. It didn't matter. Uh, Josh Allen, tell us how you feel. Every season, if you don't win, it's it's a failed season. That's the nature of the business. You know, there's one one happy team at the end of the season, really. And uh, when it's not you, and you're and you're so close, it just it sucks. Um, right now, I'm going to tell you that Patrick Mahomes is Jordan, and Josh Allen is Patrick Ewing. Can't beat him. He can't beat him. And when it matters most in these playoff games. He can't find a way to get past him. Now, Mike, I think we're going to have a fantastic game with the Ravens and Mahomes and the Chiefs this weekend. But if he gets mm. back to another Super Bowl, right, and you've got all these great quarterbacks right. we keep talking about, he's blocked Burrow from getting there. Now he's blocked Josh Allen again. Mm-hmm. If he blocks Lamar from getting Ooh. there, okay, he is just that immovable object that you cannot get out of the way, right. and that was Michael Jordan in the 90s and into the early 2000s. Now, again, I've never had to play him in a game because the Falcons haven't made the playoffs the last six years, so I like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I don't have that same stigma for them that I had for Tom Brady and the Patriots, which almost seemed like Groundhog Day, right? This, to me, isn't. I like Mahomes. I like Kelsey. And personally, I don't even care if they show Taylor Swift, Carl. At this point, I'm used to it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's just like it's seeing Taylor Swift in the suite, and it was kind of funny to see his brother with his shirt off going bananas and you know, taunting people to throw snowballs at him. But, I mean, I like the team. It's an entertaining brand of football. Hell, I even like the State Farm commercials with Andy Reid. Let me try those nuggies. So I've got no problem with this. But obviously, if you're Buffalo, he has been the man blocking your path. And in this case, you had him in your building. And even with the injuries to the linebacker core that we mentioned, your star players, your two, Josh and Diggs, couldn't connect when it mattered most. That's right. where the game was lost. What about the field goal? Here's Tyler Bass, 44-yard field goal. Tie it up, fool! 44-yard attempt from the right hash. Snap by Ferguson, hold by Martin, kick by Bass is on the way. And it is no good. No good wide to the right. Brutal. I mean, just just heart-wrenching because at that point you knew the game was over. It's Dukes and Bell. Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL. Live well. Don't just live. Live well. As we talk about the other games, Mike, Lions obviously get it done. Uh, Late-game interception. But what about Jared Goff, man? He just continues to impress me in these playoffs. Um, And by the way, Jameer Gibbs pick. The guy we're interviewing, Ben Johnson, knows how to use a dynamic running back. You think? Okay. Everything that you're seeing with Jameer Gibbs, and he had a great year, okay? We got a glimpse of that with our guy. Our guy can do everything that this guy can do, Mike. And we think our guy ultimately is better, but they're using him the right way. They moved up, and everybody was killing Detroit because, oh, there's, you could get Jamar Gibbs at the end of the first, or you have to move that far. 
They saw the guy they identified, and they went and got it, and they used him. Unlike us seeing Pitts and never using him right, then, of course, the health concerns hope he bounces back. But Gibbs was a force. That's why I love the idea of having a serious conversation with Ben Johnson to come down here. I'm with you, man. I mean, like, you have to know how to use these pieces. That is why Detroit is in the position they are in. Let's hear from Lamar Jackson because he continues to hush the critics, winning in the playoffs. The playoff record continues to get better. They defend home field, and they will host the AFC championship game. You know I heard that. <laughs> I seen it. I, ain't, I don't even got to hear it. I see it, you know. But it is what it is. I really don't care about what people say. You know, I'm, I'm trying to win day in, day out. Every time I'm on that field, I'm trying to play to the best of my ability. Those guys just had, you know, had our team number in the past. But it's a different team, like I've been saying. And we just got to stay locked in on what's ahead of us. Two rushing touchdowns. Right. Two he threw. Correct. Ran 400 yards. 100% quarterback rating. No one in the history of the NFL has ever done what Lamar just did this weekend. He's a dog. He's a dog. And, Mike, I, I don't know what our quarterback situation is going to look like. They drafted him, but can I get one of these? Can, right. can I get one of these kind? Right That's here, this kind of guy? This is the stuff that would electrify the city. This is the stuff that would get people bananas. And, by the way, I know there's no, you know, you know hey, consolation prize, but no, nobody had the Texans advancing to the second round of the playoffs this year. Unbelievable job. They couldn't get Nico Collins in the end zone. Uh, and but I thought I thought C.J. Stroud had nothing to be embarrassed about. I thought Ben McDonald. I said Mike McDonald. I keep forgetting his name. It's uh, Mike McDonald with the Ravens. Just kept bringing the heat and throwing different looks at him, but he still didn't embarrass himself. No, not at all, man. Um, I, I, I was again impressed with what the Texans did, and and they're going to be a problem moving forward. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, Lamar is 27 years old. He's in his prime, guys. Right. He's not going anywhere. Patrick Mahomes is not going anywhere. Joe Burrow's coming back healthy. He's not going anywhere. So as much as we talk about C.J. Stroud, again, you got to break through at some point. Right. That's the deal, Mike. And all these guys have not been able to do it since Mahomes has been in this this to this conference. Right. And balanced attack, as you mentioned, he rushed for 100 yards. Justice, just, I love the name, Justice Hill, doing his thing. And I was asking last week, I said, are we going to see Dalvin Cook? I was talking with Bryant McFadden about it. He actually had a series there when they gave Hill a blow, and he actually moved the chains. So they got a lot of weapons. They've added the wide receiver core, and you know that defense is lights out. And, again, Patrick Mahomes just adding to the, you know, the mystique and that legendary status of Mahomes, if you can go in to that environment that was electric and you hear how that loud that crowd was and bananas. Yeah, it's going to be a bigger challenge this week because the defense is better. That will be facing. But we got all week to chop it up. It's our headline segment, guys. Hawks tonight take on the Kings, 10 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, pregame at 9.30. No Trey Young. Mike, he got concussed. He is out indefinitely, and certainly this quick two-game road trip to the West Coast doesn't help. It's Kings and Warriors, and then they come back Friday, and it's Luka will be down at the arena. But, yeah, yeah, man, uh, hopefully Trey is feeling better. Yeah, I know the guys say, you don't need Trey to win. Well, yes, you kind of do. And, you know, look, Carl and I, we put our – I mean, I'm going to put your business on the street. I was chirping about the Hawks. Wow, no Trey in Miami? Woo, give me that six and a half. I'm not worried. Yeah, well, I should have, and I, that's why I don't bet against the home team. But I took that one in the shorts for a C-note. But DeJounte had a great effort. Uh, Capella, everybody did a nice job down in Miami. But, unfortunately, you see the next game, why you need Trey. Correct. I mean, the, the, it, night in and night out, stars in this league shine. And, and you need stars to win. And, again, I'm not going to debate with you whether he is or isn't. Mm-hmm. The fact is, when he's not on the floor, you're missing 28 points. That's just what it is. All right? In most nights, that's what you get. 26, 28, that's what you're getting. And – Somebody's got to fill the void. The other night, how does Sadiq Bay not hit a shot? <laughs> how? How does he not hit one shot? 0.0, Mr. Blutarski. I mean, seriously. How, how does that even happen? Well, like, you can get lucky. 
hitting a shot. You shoot 10 times in the NBA, mm-hmm. you might get lucky. He hit Bump. zero shots. No, I don't say I like Sadiq Bay, but as I said, I've probably said this about five times already this year. Now you know why Detroit traded him. He, he, he One day he can shine and look like an all-star, and then the next week, who? Bump. <laughs> Come on. As Carl said, 0 for 12, 0 for 6 from 3. How does that happen? I mean, (laughs) it wasn't good. So that's why he got traded. And it's very, it's just another example of just how exasperating this roster can be. Uh, Yeah, no doubt. So you got to lean up because we only go eight deep. You got to lean. That guy's got to produce. Well, we're going to see uh, what what Bebe does tonight. Maybe he comes back and goes for 35. All All right. How realistic is it that we get Jim Harbaugh? Seriously. We're going to talk about it when we come back on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Some of you are saying there's no way, Dukes and Bell, we're going to get Harbaugh. All right, so let's talk about it. Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store for family, friends, and fun. Visit mancavestore.com. If you believe, as many of you do, that we are all in on Bill Belichick and that this is very possible, okay, why would you not believe that you are and could get Jim Harbaugh to be here in Atlanta as well? There is no difference when you talk about the level that these two are on, okay? Both have been champions. Both have shown what they're able to do in different places. You could go down the resume. The fact is, Mike, if you feel like you're in on Belichick, you have to feel like you're in on Harbaugh. He's younger. Um, What are his demands coming back to the NFL? That is what we're about to find out in this second interview because I don't know if anybody really knows if, in fact, once he makes this jump back to the NFL – What's important to Harbaugh? Because what's important to Belichick, we kind of already know. Right. Like, we all love Ryan Nielsen. We just said if Ryan Nielsen is collateral damage for getting Jim Harbaugh, so be it. And I, I hate to say this, but if Terry Fontenot uh, is going to be a guy that you may have to move on because Harbaugh's got his own ideas about who he wants to bring in for personnel, I'd say we'd have to move on too. Or maybe there's a world where Terry can coexist. One thing for certain, Rich McKay, is still, they'll still be talking to Rich McKay based on everything we're reading. Bill Simmons, by the way, is now doubling down on that article that came out from SI saying that he's hearing that the front office, as in Rich McKay, doesn't want Belichick, and that's what's creating the, the, uh, the issue, and Arthur Blank still wants him. Yeah, I, well, listen, it's, it's, a, it's a power struggle. I mean, honestly, and for a guy that's been here 20-some-odd years and he's been the ear and the, mm-hmm. the voice and the eyes of Arthur Blank in many ways, I'm not telling you Mr. Blank didn't make all these decisions, but there were recommendations that came from Rich that he took heavily, you know, and I think he continues to do that, Mike. And so I think that the question is being asked, it's just me, right? how much power do you want him to have? 
How much do you want him? Do you want him to just do whatever he wants to do? If you want to do that, you go ahead and hire him. But you need checks and balances, I think, in every building. And how that mm-hmm. plays out, okay, it looks different in different places. But if you allow that, what you're doing is you're allowing him to do exactly what he just did in New England. For the last five years, it didn't work. So mm-hmm. that is the concern. How do we have these checks and balances? And by the way, I do not think, this is me again, that they want to get rid of Terry Fontenot. That is a terrible look to hire your first black general manager. And, then and, within, out, right. and within two seasons, okay, two drafts or whatever right. the hell it's been, yep. you, you let him go, Mike. I, I think that's a terrible look for the organization. Now, if you're going to hire one of these guys and they say, I can't work with him, then you're going to go ahead and do what you need to do. But I'm just telling you, from this community's look oh, and, the, and the way it, ha- it looks in Atlanta, that's a terrible look. Right. We talked so much about the pers- you know the perception of not having him on the podium after you lose uh, your head coach. You know that, that was enough to raise some, uh, some eyebrows around town. But, and by the way, I'm saying two because the first year he wasn't allowed to do crap. Right. And we believe that Arthur, again, we still don't know definitively, but we believe that Arthur Smith was the guy that was pulling the shots on a lot of those first-round picks that a lot of you guys were scratching your heads over. But Harbaugh, it's still, guy, it's still in play. He's not a Chargers head coach right now. Which means we've got every chance to get him. Now he's going to want twenty million, whatever you think. You know, Belichick's going to want Harbaugh's going to want the same salary wise. I just think Harbaugh. See, the thing is, if Rich McKay is going to be still involved in this, doesn't it defeat the purpose though? Because Harbaugh to me is like a game changer because he's so outside the box for this organization. And I don't think Rich McKay should have any say to what Harbaugh would want to do. You're not. You're out. If you want to be Rich, if you want to be general manager, be freaking general manager. You know. I mean, that's what I don't understand. If, if, you're gonna, if you're telling me, you know, the, now I don't mind Rich being the stopgap if it means Belichick's not coming here. But if it means Harbaugh's not coming here, then i got a problem with it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I and by the way, we, we are, Rich is involved, but he's not making the decision. But right. to how this is set up and how it's been set up in the past is part of who's reporting to who. You know, and by the way, Mr. Blank, I don't want to be involved in day-to-day. I should right. be able to trust the people that I hire to give me everything that I need. And if I need to have meetings or such, I will. That's kind of how he's going about this. But the idea that we don't have a shot with Harbaugh is ridiculous. And um, I, I just want to know what's important to him, Mike. I know what's important to Belichick. I, I don't know what's mm-hmm. important to Harbaugh when he comes in here and says, he may be just like his brother. His brother John's like, just let me coach because they got a great front office. They know what they're doing. They've brought in great players. They know how to handle free agent. Just let me coach. Just let me. I'll I'll chime in on some guys I yep. want. But just let me do what I need to do. Maybe that's what he wants. And Mike, I'll tell you, that's more appealing than what Belichick wants. Right. Look, Belichick at this stage, it's it just the brand is taking hits. We've talked about this for now three weeks. Harbaugh. Now you guys don't like Harbaugh because you just don't like Harbaugh. Okay. <laughs> just you know, like you like, wins, man. I've said it. Like he's Coach Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, man. Dude wins. <laughs> Now, again, if you want to go back, read when he left the 49ers, what his players were saying about it, because that's all that matters. By the way, the guys didn't – they did not like Arthur uh, Smith here. The guys had Arthur Smith's back. Yeah. He just dialed up stupid plays and confusing plays and couldn't find a quarterback. But Harbaugh is not a guy – Not in that order. Yeah, <laughs> you can take it. <laughs> not in that order. <laughs> C was A. But, yeah, I mean, you've got to at least embrace the fact that the guy is innovative, he gets the most out of his talent, and we're already kind of tailor-made for what he wants to do. You're going to run the football. We got a decent defense. I'm not, like, I'm not saying the defense was terrible, but I'm not – guys, Ryan Nielsen wasn't Buddy Ryan. I keep – I got guys coming at me on Twitter. Relax. We had the easiest schedule in the league. We were 17th in points allowed. We gave up nearly 22 points a game to the worst schedule in the league. And I, we all know the games that, that Ritter screwed up, but you guys are making it sound like the defense had a clean sheet. They didn't. Did you see what happened in Chicago? Did you see what happened in Nashville? I mean, come on, guys. 
I mean, I just, I don't understand the guys you lock on to. I'm sorry, this is a side rant, Carl. But you guys lock on to like like Desmond Ritter. We had a guy last week. I, I literally spit my drink out. Carl was laughing. I'm like, well, maybe uh, Bill Belichick can, can get the most out of Ritter. Ritter is never starting again unless three guys get hurt. Stop it. Nielsen is a good coach. He sounds the part. Hey, maybe someday he will be the guy. But no, you're, you were never going to lock it in. And if, by the way, if he's everything you said, then maybe Rich McKay should make him the head coach right now. Okay, come on. 404-726-0929. What do you think? Because if you're not giving this team a chance on on this guy, okay, then that means we don't have a chance at anybody. We're in on everybody. And we got a shot to get anybody. Well, I was kind of a poet. Didn't even know it. We're (laughs) in on everybody, okay? I'm just letting you guys know. And I've heard this time and time again. Well, there's no way they're going to be able to get Harbaugh. Why? Why? Be- you know why? Because why? you, because you, as a Falcon fan or as an Atlantan, why are for you some reason, your finger at me? Right. And I'm the point. I'm, oh, oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> are we on camera? Are we on the camera? We're not even on the cameras. I just pointed. You're just, at, but you're pointing uh, like so I'm, aggressively. I'm pointing at Metro Atlanta. All right. No, but it's like, and I've seen this for years. It's like this loser mentality. He'll never. Win. We can't get that guy. Why? If you go on a car dealership and you've got $5,000 in good credit, you can buy any freaking car you want. Okay? So why, why would we not have a shot at Harbaugh? Other than you don't think he can come here. If we offer him a dollar more than the Chargers and the chance to pick whoever he freaking wants, he'll come here. Yes, he will. Come on, guys. And, and by the way, don't you feel better about the idea of really developing a quarterback for all of you who want to draft a guy? Okay, let's just say it's Jaden Daniels. Don't you feel better about it if it's Harbaugh? Yes. I do. A thousand times. Yes. I, I do, too. 404-726-0929. You guys can let us know what you think and how you feel. Uh, as we talk about the coaching search, and we mentioned this, Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick, uh, Raheem Morris, Joe Brady, all interviewed over the weekend. I know many of you were busy and watching football, and maybe you weren't paying attention. Right. Point is now, uh, what's the number, Turtle? 14, I think total. 14 have been interviewed. But not all in person. Most of these first interviews, if not all of them, were Zoom, except for what we now know about the Belichick in the second interview. We know Harbaugh's getting a second interview. There will be other guys getting second interviews coming this week. This is not done. But right. don't think that we're out on Harbaugh because there's no shot. No, that's silly. And you know, then there's other guys. Look, the Dolphins went and completely against the grain. They hired Mike McDaniel. Yes, they you did. Know, based on experience, I guess our equivalent would be hiring Slovic, right? As far as bases his time in, in, in San Francisco, if you want somebody off the Shanahan tree and he's done a nice job in, in season one with a rookie quarterback and C.J. Stroud, then you look at Slowick. But his experience, just like I was kind of surprised when the Dolphins hired Mike McDaniel based on the, the overall experience as far as, you know, can you lead a team? Can you build a team? Yeah. And he, they put up a lot of points, but they still gave up a lot of points. They did. I, I just think if you met Mike, you wouldn't think he was a head football coach. Okay, you've seen him if you watch this uh, in season. You know that th- this thing they're doing, Mike. Uh, what's what's it called again? Hard knocks. Oh, yeah, that's right, hard knocks. The in season hard knocks. I thought right. they changed the name. But if you've watched any of this, you kind of get a sense like he's a different dude. Imagine him sitting down with ownership, <laughs> okay, and convincing them that he's a guy that can not only be the face but also mm-hmm. lead your franchise. You just don't know. And I, guys, I think they got that right. They got to figure out Tua's thing, but I think they got that right, Mike. Right. And so, you know, the defense, hopefully it comes around and gets better. But Miami, in all of that, you know, I think they got the right guy. But 
nobody would have suspected that two years ago if you met Mike right. Mc, Mike Mike uh, McDaniel. And the thing is, you know, you know, remember when Zach Taylor got? We're like Zach Taylor. That's why you and I were joking around at yes. the time, like four years ago. Everybody's hiring a Sean McVay lookalike. You know, you got to be like under the age of like thirty-five. You know, and look like you hadn't shaved yet. But I mean, but but the thing probably we have here, the stigma is we've never had a head coach hired by Arthur Blank, and so a lot of folks, and I get it. You know, is maybe we're never going to go down that road again. We're going to go with someone established. There's only three: Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh. So that I mean, if that's the if that is in fact Arthur Blank's you know thought process on this, and that's the criteria, then that's the only three we're going to be talking to ultimately. Yeah. And, and by the way, this will get pared down at some point. Okay. I know that you know. 14 is a lot, but a lot. most of these teams are interviewing all these guys right. just because they want to get the same feel. But at some point, it's going to be pared down, and we'll find out maybe it's three guys, maybe it's four, and then it's going to be two, and then it'll be one. And ultimately, this hire is going to happen. But it's not going to happen anytime soon because this is a big week for all of these teams, Mike, to do a lot of this in-person stuff and get it out of the way and, and, and do what they need to do as far as moving this process forward. And imagine, like, if you're Dan Campbell, it was the same thing we talked about, you and I talked about going down to Houston. Damn it, I hate that Shanahan's already, like, in the mix for all these other jobs. And how do you find that balance of focus? You know, like, I mean, look, I don't know what Dallas's game plan was against Green Bay, but it was a travesty, and you begin to wonder, was, was Dan Quinn's eye off the prize? I don't know. You know, some people, I guess, can multitask better than others. But if I'm Dan Campbell, like, the last thing I want is Ben Johnson talking to people all this week, getting ready for the 49ers. No, I, I, I get it, man. Uh, the, the week between this weekend and the Super Bowl, you get a week. Right. Right? Um, and that's where a lot of this may happen. I mean, you may see how coaches hired and, and whatnot during that week. But I'm with you, Mike. I, it's so tough for the NFL to balance this. This is one of the reasons why they changed the rules, too. You know, but I think it's so tough to balance all of that mm. when you're a coordinator and you know that you could be a head coach. Get your shot. Only, only get one or two of these. How many chances are you going to have to be one of those 32 elites? Ask Eric me enemy. Coming up, we're going to talk about what else happened in these games on Saturday and Sunday. Lamar was great. Baker Mayfield, not so much. We'll break it all down as part of our NFL Blitz and Ross Tucker in the 3 o'clock hour as well. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 